In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the last Sunday of the Holy Great Fast. And it is called the Sunday of uh, Baptism, because those who are interested to join the Church were used actually to be instructed in the Orthodox faith during the whole fast. And then they were baptized on the last Sunday in order to participate um, in the Holy Week as full believers. And that's why the Church chose for today the Gospel of the man who was born blind because becoming a believer, becoming a Christian means the person moved from darkness to light, from blindness to the light of Christ. Before we were baptized, before we became Christian, we were spiritually blind. We were lived in darkness and the shadow of death. But after baptism and after we become Christian, we move into the light of Christ and we receive our spiritual sight. This miracle actually uh, discuss many issues, but I will focus on four points in this miracle. The first point, what is the reason of suffering in our life? The second point, whether the miracles of our Lord Jesus Christ are true or not. The third miracle, who is Jesus? The third question, the fourth point, why until now many people do not believe in the Lord Jesus and actually many people denying him. So, the first point, what is the reason of suffering in our life? When this man, the disciples knew that this man was born blind, they asked the Lord, Rabbi, who sent this man or his parents that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sent, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. There was actually a wrong theology among the disciples that if a person suffers, this means he is sinful. Either he is carrying the consequences of his sins or the sins of his parents. That's why they asked who have sinned, this person or his parents, that he was born blind. Also, there is another wrong theology in the question of the disciples. Because they said, who have sinned, this man that he was born blind, which means the disciples believed 
in reincarnation that this man lived a life, a sinful life. Then he died. And when he was born again, he was born a blind in order to be purified. And many people during this time, they believed in reincarnation. That a person, after he dies, he is born again from flesh, and he is born again from flesh several times, with every time he is disciplined in order to be purified. Of course, we don't believe in reincarnation. It is a heresy. But here how the Lord start to teach them. He start to teach them gently. He did not rebuke them, <coughs> but he taught them in a very gentle and kind way. And there is a lesson for us here. When somebody uh, says something wrong, maybe he say it out of ignorance. He doesn't know. We need first to discuss the issue with him in a gentle and kind way. But if he insists on his heresy or his wrong theology, then as the Lord did with the scribes and the Pharisees, he was firm with them. And the Lord clarified that in some situations, suffering comes because of our personal sins. But this is not the only reason. We suffer because we are living in a corrupted world. And because of the corrupted world, children are born blind or with congenital anomalies. Like this man, he was born blind as a part of living in a corrupted world. Also, we suffer because of the attacks of Satan or his soldiers on the church and on the believers. Also, we may suffer as a discipline from God. Or we may suffer as a discipline means for our benefit, as parents discipline their children. Or we may suffer as a test of faith, as God tested the faith of Abraham. And the test of faith is for our benefit. We grow with every test of faith. So when we suffer, it is good to understand the reason behind our suffering and to choose the right reaction. If we suffer because of our sins, the right reaction is repentance. If we suffer because of the corruption in the world, we need to persevere, knowing that God will turn these things into our benefit, because all things work out together for those who love, for good, for those who love God, as in the story of the man who was born blind. Everything turned out to good. He was not only healed from his physical blindness, but also he was healed from his spiritual blindness and became a believer. If suffering because of the attacks of Satan, we need to put the whole armor of God. 
as St. Paul mentioned in Ephesians chapter 6. If it's a discipline from God, we need to obey as St. Paul explained in his letter to uh, Hebrews. And we need to accept the discipline as we accept the discipline from our biological parents. We know, as St. Paul said, discipline in the current time is not for joy. But if we accept it and we are trained by it, it will bear at the end the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our life. If suffering because test of faith, we need to obey the commandment as Abraham obeyed the commandment of God. So that is the first question. Why people suffer in the world? The second question, whether the miracles of our Lord Jesus Christ are true or not. And here, actually, in this miracle, we see investigations were done three times. And after each time, the evidence was clear that this miracle is a true miracle. The first investigation was done by the neighbors and the acquaintances. We read, therefore the neighbors and those who previously had seen that he was blind said, is not this he who sat and begged? Some said, this is he. Others said, he is like him. So they went and asked him, but he replied, I am he. And then they asked him, how were your eyes opened? He answered, a man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I saw, I went and washed and I received sight. Then they asked him, where is he? He said, I do not know. So the neighbors, they knew that he is a blind man and he was born blind. They knew him from his infancy. He is blind. And that's why he was a beggar to support himself. And they asked him directly, how now you can see? And he testified that the Lord Jesus opened his eyes. That's the first investigation. Then they went to the religious leaders, they went to the Pharisees, reporting the miracle, and also they have a question, how this man opened his eyes on Sabbath? And we know, according to the Jewish tradition, Sabbath is a holy day, is a day of rest, how Jesus was able to perform a miracle on the Sabbath. So the Pharisees did the second investigation. They called the person and asked him the same question, whether you are born blind or not, and how your eyes were opened. And after he asked them, he answered them, 
So they asked him a question, what do you say about him? He said he is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him. So they did not believe. The Pharisees said to themselves, maybe he was faking the blindness in order to beg and ask for money. Maybe he can see, he is not blind, but he made himself blind, he deceived the people, make them believe he is blind in order to beg and ask for money. So they called his parents to ask them whether he was born blind or not, from day one whether he is blind or not. And the parents actually answered and they told him clearly, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind. Not a single day he was able to see. Then they asked him, asked them the parents how his eyes were opened, but they were afraid to say the truth. Because the religious leaders made a decree if anyone confessed Jesus he will be kicked out of the synagogue so they refused to answer they told him he's adult go and ask him so that is the second investigation and they did it with the parents so they called him again for the second time and this is the third investigation so the first one was done by the neighbors second one by the Pharisees asking the blind man and also his parents third time he called they called him again and they asked the same question so who is surprised why do you ask me again I told you before so they start to cast doubt on, his person, on the personality of the Lord Jesus Christ. They said he is a sinner. He doesn't keep the Sabbath. And definitely the Lord did not break the Sabbath. Because Sabbath means rest. So when he heals somebody, actually he is giving this person rest. So he fulfilled the Sabbath did not break the Sabbath. And the Lord challenged them one time in another miracle and told them, if any one of you, his donkey fell in well, are you going to leave him or are you going to pull him out? If you are going to rescue your donkey on the Sabbath, so are you saying that I broke the Sabbath because I healed man on the Sabbath. And the man actually, the man who was born blind, told him, told them, I, I don't think he is a sinner. Because we never heard that a person healed a man who was born blind. How God will listen to sinners and confuse us. So they kicked him out of the synagogue. So here the truth was clear. 
It is a true miracle done by the Lord Jesus Christ. But because they were blind spiritually, they refused to believe the miracle. Until now, many people refuse and reject the truth. Although the truth is very, very clear, but many people reject the truth, reject to believe the truth. It is a true miracle, but they rejected the miracle. In a few days, we'll celebrate Lazarus Saturday, in which we commemorate the miracle of raising Lazarus from the death after four days. And again, it is a very, very true miracle. Everybody saw the Lord did not do the miracle in secret. Everybody saw Lazarus coming out of the tomb after was in the tomb for four days. But it's a very interesting thing here that the Pharisees they were plotting to kill Lazarus lest the people believe in Christ because of this miracle because it's a very very uh, unique miracle to raise somebody from death after four days but in the ignorance and the foolishness of their heart Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead so if you kill him can Jesus raise him again from the dead? But that's how foolish they were. How blind they were. So, so they wanted to kill him as if if they killed him, Jesus will not be able to raise him again. This leads us to the third question. Who is Jesus? And I want to see the progression in faith in this man number one he said a man called Jesus so for him he is just a regular human being second time he said to the Pharisees he is a prophet so now there is a progression from just a human being to be a prophet like Elijah, like Samuel like uh, Jeremiah, like Daniel one of the prophets Then the third progression, <coughs> when uh, they kicked him out of the synagogue and the Lord met him and he told him, do you believe in the Son of Man? And Son of Man was a title for the Messiah. So he told him, do you believe in the Messiah? So. The, the person, the man who was born blind, he asked, who is he that I may believe him? I believe in him. So the Lord told him, I am he. I am he. And once he told him, I am he, he worshipped him. Worshipped him, worshipped uh, as God. So he believed in the divinity of Christ. And he worshipped Jesus as God. Then the Lord said, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. 
So who is Jesus? Jesus is God who became man. He is the son of righteousness who came to enlighten our life. He came to save us. He came to give us a better life. Those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ will move from darkness to light, from death to life. But those who deny the Lord Jesus Christ, although they believe they can see, but they are blind. And the Lord said something very important here when he told them, if you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say you will see, therefore your sin remains. This is a very important verse. If you admit your blindness, if you admit your weakness, if you admit your sin, then your sin will be forgiven and you will have no sin. But if you deny your sin and you say, I can see, I'm not blind, there is nothing weak in my life, then because you did not admit your weakness, your blindness, your sin will remain. The last question is, why most of the people, especially currently, they don't believe in Jesus, and many became atheists and deny the Lord Jesus Christ? In the parable of the wheat and tares, we see how Satan so tears to deceive the people. So until now, Satan is sowing these tears and making people follow his teaching, the teaching of Satan. Satan is a deceiver and he is a liar and he used every way to deceive the humanity. He deceived our mother Eve. And his way to deceive the people is lying. He lied about sin. He lied about God. He lied about the word of God. And until now, Satan lies about these three things. He lies about sin. He said to Eve, you will not die. You will not die. Sin will not hurt you. You can disobey God and you can eat from the forbidden tree and you will not die. Nowadays, not only Satan says you will not die, but he is saying sin is not sin. Sin is something good. When actually he believes, he makes people believe in same-sex marriage, homosexuality, transgenderism, abortion, as normal things in life. That's how he deceived the people, to make them believe 
that these things are not sin, are not sinful. Although it is very clear in the Bible, in the Word of God, the truth is very clear. But he make the people believe in the falsehood, not in the truth. Also he lies about God. As he said to Eve, God knows if you eat from this tree, you will be similar to him. So the hidden message, God doesn't want your best interest. And until now, Satan makes the people believe that God doesn't want our best interest. If we believe, if we live with God, then we will have chains and bondage around us. And Satan actually wants the people to break these chains. Although there is no chains in, in living with God, the commandments are not chains, but rather protection to our freedom. But many people perceive that the commandment of God and the rules of God are chains. And, the, and nowadays I see people even inside the church, they want to break every single rule in the church, every single commandment from God. Because they believe that God doesn't want our best interest. They believe they will have a better life if they break every single rule and every single commandment. That's falsehood. That's exactly what Satan is doing. And then he casts doubt on the word of God as he asked Eve is it true that God told you you should not eat from all the trees in the garden and until now we see people cast doubt on the word of God and unfortunately again some people from inside the church either cast doubt on the word of God or in the interpretation of the word of God to deceive the people. So, why people are not believing in Jesus like uh, it should be to be blessed and to be happy? Because they are deceived. They follow Satan. They follow the ruler of this world. They are deceived and they believe the lies of Satan. That's why they are away from the truth and away from God. But we the believers, we should not worry. We know at the end the truth will prevail. The gates of Hades shall not prevail against the church. So we need to be strong in our faith to defend the truth to enlighten the people about the deception of Satan, to testify for the, for the truth, even if we stand against the whole world, who are the children of Asanasius and Kirillus and Dioscorus, who stood against the whole world to defend the truth. So, this message is the message of enlightenment, to be enlightened by the truth, in order to remove the blindness from our heart, the darkness from our heart, and come to the light of Christ, not only we will be enlightened, but also 
we ourselves will reflect the light of Christ to the world and will become also light to the world. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.